0: Hello and welcome David Baker. Welcome to the uh, Wisdom for Life podcast. Hey, we're glad that you're here. We are continuing on in this series of how to have happy kids, how to have happy kids. Uh, I don't believe there is anything that is um, more important that we want, that our kids want, is to be happy. The problem is... We are not looking at the right places to make us happy. I saw something interesting. It's an article. I'm going to read you some from it. It was on Fox Business, um, and it was a Harvard professor teaching about happiness. Ooh, okay. So before I read it, I said this. All right. Either it's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo New Age garbage stuff, or it is biblical principles, and they may not even know it because true happiness, you're going to be able to find those things in the Bible. Okay. So here's a Harvard professor. He's dedicated his life. He said, quote, to the understanding of the science of happiness. And he said, revealing the solution to lasting results is pretty simple, pretty simple. Um, this is the important thing to keep in mind, he said. Everyone wants to be happier. We want, um, but we really can get happier. Your happiness is not a destination, it's a direction. And the way people can get happier is by understanding the basic science of what happiness is all about. And he wrote a book about it. Okay. So uh, like I've been telling you, everybody wants to be happy. There's nothing more that we want. The number one thing people want is to be happy. And the top other 99 things that people want uh, are things they think will make them happy. It literally is what we want. So he said, I dedicated my life to the studying of the science of happiness. And uh, my screen just all messed up. I uh, clicked the wrong button and then it goes to. Uh, on Apple where everything just goes, boom, now it's all over the place. So (laughs) how do I get it back? Um, so that's not working. So, um, uh, there we go. Here we are. So, um, okay. So, um, he said, I've dedicated my life to studying it. And then he said, and Oprah and I have teamed up. Why? Because he has got the audience and money teamed up to bring it to an audience of millions of people. And I'm delighted because people are reading this all over the place and they're getting happier. Um, He said, one of the big mistakes is that someone can obsess over being happy. Um, And they think that happiness is just a nice feeling. It's not. Feelings are just evidence of happiness. I talk about that all the time. Do not make decisions based on feelings. Feelings confirm when you're doing right. The feelings of good feelings come after you make the right decisions. Um, And so then he said this, almost over with him. He said, you have to design your habits. You have to pursue the habits of the happiest people. And I'll tell you what they are, by the way, is pretty simple stuff. The happiest people have a kind of happiness 401 plan. They have a happiness pension plan where they're investing every day in their faith, their family life, their friendships, and serving other people with their work. Faith, family, friends, and work. Those are the big four. The people who are less happy are simply going in other directions or trying to satisfy themselves, looking at social media, wasting their time, no faith, no family, no friends, and work. That's it. Pretty interesting, okay? By the way, you didn't need a Harvard professor to tell you that. All you needed was a Bible. We talked about servants are happy. All the things that we went through are things that God said it'll make us happy, but nothing that the world says will make us happy. Being saved, keeping the law, simple things, finding wisdom, um, serving, working makes us happy, trusting in God makes us happy, having mercy on the poor, fearing God always, not judging other people, and having your quiver full. Pretty amazing. Okay, so I wanted to give you that just as a confirmation of what we talk about. Boy, faith, family, uh, work, serving, helping things we've talked about. Okay. Pretty neat. Again, <laughs> the Harvard professor, you don't need the Bible. You do. Um, all right. So let me go into this. I thought this was really good. You're happy. If you keep going through the heartaches, if you keep going through the heartaches, um, boy, if you quit, it's already bad. Now you quit. It gets worse. It gets worse. I love Jeremiah. He uh, said in Jeremiah 10:19, 19, woe is me for my hurt. My wound is grievous, but I said, truly, this is a grief, and I'm a spirit. You get happy when you keep going through them. Let me read that verse. James 5, 11, Behold, we count them happy which endure. You've heard of the patience of Job. How? And have seen the end of the Lord, That the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. God does have pity on us, and he gives us tender mercy. God doubled everything that Job had. We count them happy which endure. Endure the suffering, endure the hardness, endure the tough times we have to go through. You are happy when you endure, when you quit, when you stop going forward or doing what God wants, you're not going to be as happy. Job 14, verse 1, man that is born of woman. By the way, how many men are born of women? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all of them. All of them. I saw this uh, meme the other day. Uh, population on the world, 8, uh, sorry, 8,359,000,000, da, 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 uh, born. And then how many were born by women? 8,359,000. Anyway, the same number. Okay. All of them were born of women. I love the way Job said this. Man, that is born of woman. That's all. It's a few days and full of trouble. Hmm. A few days and full of trouble. Guess what we're going to have? We're going to have trouble. But we're happy which endure. We're happy which endure. Galatians 6, nine. and be not weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hey, don't quit. Keep on going. Endure. God said you'll be happy. Job, was he happy? He endured. Made it to the end. God doubled everything that he had. Wow, doubled everything. He's already the richest guy around. Now God doubled everything that he had. That's incredible. Um, and uh, let us not be weary. Due season will reap if we faint not. Romans 8, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. What about Job? Job 42, verse 10, last chapter, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Literally, we count people happy which endure, which endure. Think about quitting. Think about throwing in the towel. Think about not going forward. No. Okay, keep on going. You'll be happy when you endure. You'll look back and say, boy, I thank God. Boy, I thank God. I've not gone through uh, as much as many people have gone through, but we've gone through our Our share of uh, struggles and trials, home foreclosure, giving up a salary for five years, uh, church people problems, banking up, taking the church. And eh, there were issues. There were problems. You endure, I guess, what you have on the other side, happiness. Happiness. Okay. So, So I wanted to give you that. And this one sort of goes with it. We're happy if we suffer for Jesus. What? We're happy if we suffer. Wait, wait, wait. Happiness and suffering do not go together. Okay? These two words don't miss, Don't mix. Well, here we go. 1 Peter 3.14. But, and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. What? There's no way suffer and happy can go together. They do. 1 Peter 4.14. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit of glory and of our God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Wow. Amazing. Happiness and suffering, yeah. You're reproached for the name of Christ. You suffer for righteous sake. Happy are ye. You don't get any clearer than that. Happy are ye. We're happy if we suffer. We're happy if we're reproached for the name of Christ. Wow. 2 Timothy uh, 3.12. Yea, and all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. All. Luke uh, six twenty nine. 29, woe unto you when, when all men shall speak well of you for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Um, I remember the first time I ever took a stand. Well, twice um, uh, when I was 12, the guys around were cussing and I told them not to, and that God cares about them. And, and they gave me a hard time. And I remember feeling good inside. And then uh, I didn't uh, stand for God again until I was Probably 20, 21 years old. Started going back to church in the army. So I'm leaving. Uh, got a shirt and tie on, carrying my Bible, walking out the barracks on Sunday morning. The guys were either drinking early, uh, getting a head start on it, or they were still drinking for last night. But they're drinking. Hey, you going? Hey, Baker, you going to church? I am. Uh, pray for us. Hey, pray for us. I sure will. And uh, I prayed for them. And man, I felt good. They persecuted me. They laughed at me. They mocked me. They tried to put me down. Um, That felt good. Huh. Happy are ye. Happy are ye. Happy are ye when men reproach you for the name of Christ. Happy are ye when you suffer for righteousness. This sake. Now, we can either believe what you said or believe what God said. I can believe what God said. Matthew 5.10, blessed, that's another word for happy. Blessed are ye when, um, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteous sake, for theirs is a kingdom of heaven. Persecuted, again, happy. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is the reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Isn't that incredible? is that amazing? Um, To do that, we need to take a stand. To do that, we need to do something for God. We need to take a stand. We need to win souls. We need to tell people about Him. Uh, Not much persecution if you don't live for Him. Saw this little cartoon years ago, and it's uh, back in the days when you put somebody on a train where they're going somewhere. So, this mom was putting her daughter on a train, she's going to college, and the mom says, Honey, I'm really afraid. Um, when you go to college and sorority, you know, what the girls are going to say about you being a Christian, and she goes, Mom, don't worry about it, they won't know. <laughs> what a sad thing. They won't know I'm a Christian. Uh, don't worry about it. They, they won't even know. Um, if you don't live for God, if you don't witness, if you don't stand for right, then um, then you won't be have that persecution and you won't be happy. Psalm 126, verse 6, he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Wow. It's amazing what we get. Let me give you this one, uh, the last thing, 1 for, for Thessalonians 2, 19. For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Are ye, are, are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? We get a crown of rejoicing for witnessing and telling people about Christ. But when you witness and tell people about Christ, guess what? You have an opportunity to be persecuted, to be mocked, to be laughed at, to be given a hard time. I've had that, been there. never bothers me. It bothers me for them and their soul, but doesn't bother me. How come? Because I'm happy. We're happy when we suffer for Christ. We're happy when we're approached for his name. We're happy when we go forward and men revile us and say all manner of evil against us. God said, Great is your reward in heaven. Blessed are ye. Blessed are ye. Okay. What a great thing. Happiness. Happiness, happiness, it's not what the world says, it's by the things of God. Okay, have got one more little lesson on that. We will um, finish that one next week and we'll be done with this series on how to have happy kids. By the way, I could have taught the whole thing, but it, it's long and it gives too much information in our mind. You're not going to retain it or be able to share it. If I give you two or three points every week, you can share it with your kids. Put it in your heart and go back through these later. I really believe they're so important for our kids and our family to get, to have happy kids. If our kids are happy by doing the things the Bible says, they're not going to want to go out and search and find the alcohol and the drugs and the parties and the women and all that stuff. Um, We have happy kids and our kids haven't wanted to go out into all that kind of stuff. We're happy. We're blessed. We're not looking for anything. We're not searching for anything. Why do we need to go out into that? We are happy with what we have and what we're doing that's what you want for your kids. Okay? Hey, God bless you. Take care, and we'll talk to you next time.